enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories with you from Chicken Soup for the Soul, the advice that changed my life. I know I'm talking about this book a lot, but I really love it. It contains such great, actionable advice, and it's wisdom that can apply to all of us. Today's stories, for example, are about something that a lot of us need to learn, and that is that it is not selfish to take care of yourself. In our first story, Elizabeth Dreyer tells us that her wedding was one month away and things were not going well. Now, there's bound to be drama when planning a wedding, but her family had taken it to a whole new level. The heart of the problem was that her father didn't want her to leave him to take care of Elizabeth's younger sister. Elizabeth's mother had died a couple of years earlier, and her father and sister had come to depend on her for everything. She says, Dad and BJ depended on me, but not in a healthy way. It was partly my own fault. As a natural-born people-pleaser, I never wanted to cause trouble. Most of the time, I went along with whatever my family asked of me, putting aside my plans for a college education and a life on my own. I didn't have the courage to stand up for myself. It had gotten so bad that Elizabeth told her priest, Father Mark, that she needed to cancel the wedding and stay home to care for her father and younger sister who was in college but needed direction. She says, Father Mark listened to all of this with his head down, not offering comments. He hadn't been in the parish long before he figured out how dysfunctional our family was. Not your ordinary clergyman, he had come to his vocation later in life. As an ex-military man and a widower with grown children, he brought with him a depth of understanding about marriage and family life lacking in most Catholic priests. Because of his compassion, I had gone to him often to ask for advice. Well, Elizabeth says that the military man in him must have kicked in at that point because his expression changed from understanding pastor to commanding officer. He said, Now you listen to me. You've done all you can here. God brought you and your fiancé together. Talk to your family about this. Be firm. It's time for you to move on. Go live your life and never look back. Elizabeth didn't know how she would do that. How could she be firm with her family after a lifetime of giving in to them? But not long after that conversation, she did confront her father. She told him she was getting married, whether he liked it or not. And then she had a similar conversation with her younger sister. There was definitely a cold period after that. Her father was barely speaking to her. But he did show up for the wedding, even though they weren't sure he would. And her father and sister eventually figured out how to live on their own. Elizabeth says that everything changed for her after that conversation with Father Mark. She says, Over the years, my newfound courage served me well. Whenever I had a decision to make that threatened the status quo, I remembered Father Mark's advice. I resisted the urge to be the people-pleaser I had been taught to be, and I tried to be true to myself. Because of Father Mark, I have lived my life with a loving husband and three beautiful, talented, hardworking daughters, and I have never looked back. 
B.J. Taylor got similar advice, but in her case, it came from her father. What happened was that she asked him to write a letter for her, a letter about what she needed to work on and what advice he would give her for doing better. The letter had been the suggestion of her therapist, who she'd been seeing for a few months as part of being a member of Al-Anon, which she joined when her husband joined Alcoholics Anonymous. BJ wanted to analyze why she seemed to be what she called a bottomless giver, something she thought might have started when she was 10 years old and she needed to help her sick mother with the new baby in their family. BJ gave up friends and events so she could be home every day after school to help her mother. Later, she acted the same way with her husband and children. She always put everyone else's needs ahead of her own. There were family camping trips and karate classes and volunteering in the classroom. There was keeping the peace even when her husband drank too much. And there was making do when they didn't have any money and their dinners were made from the bread and cheese they got through an assistance center. BJ even got a night job so she could care for the kids during the day but also bring in a second income. Even after her husband stopped drinking, though, things were still not right. That's why BJ went to that counselor and was asked to get the letter from her dad. And here's what her dad wrote. She needs to think of herself more. She puts others before herself too often. BJ cried when she read the letter. The counselor explained to her that taking care of herself was not selfish and that if she didn't take care of herself, she would become burned out and resentful. That week, B.J. sat down and read a book one night after dinner. It was only for a half hour, but it felt good. She bought herself a new purse, on sale, but still it counted as doing something for herself. She says, Small efforts led to bigger ones, and my self-caring and self-confidence grew. So that's two stories about the same thing. Taking care of yourself despite the fact that you are a giver. Read more great advice in Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Advice That Changed My Life, which you can find at Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and wherever else books are sold. Now, would you like to become one of our storytellers? We are always looking for new writers to join the Chicken Soup for the Soul family. Just check the Submit Your Story section of our website to see the topics we're working on. You'll find writing guidelines as well so that you can craft the best possible nonfiction story for one of our books. Right now, we're looking for humorous stories and also stories about dogs and cats and Christmas. And we're always adding new topics. And please come back for our next episode to hear two more stories from the newest bestseller, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Well, That Was Funny. Stories about some pretty funny experiences with wildlife.